Hey guys, this is Alex. And Chase. And this is What Mean. We're going to be doing a commentary today on Back to the Future. Uh, we're going to start with the first one, probably work our way through the trilogy. But um, we'll probably just do it last time where we do like a part one or part two. Or maybe we'll just go through the whole thing. We'll see how it goes. Hey, if it ain't, ain't broke, don't fix it, right? So again, um, like last time, if you want to watch along with us, you can. If you want this to just be background noise, you can also do that. But we're just going to start basically at the, like, the black screen um, right after the, like, the unskippable like universal logo basically you wanted to get it to where it's just a black screen like zero 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 um so we're just gonna go ahead and get started you ready i'm ready let's do it all right see the old school universal logo and um Zooming in on the oh yeah universal logo yep you ever been to you ever been to <laughs> universal studios <laughs> Standing on the edge of the uh, Back to the Future 3 train, actually. Oh, aren't you fancy? I mean, you know, I'm not saying I'm rolling in it, but, you know, I'm doing better than you guys. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you got all the clocks and stuff. If you didn't if you didn't already understand, this is a time travel movie. You got the confirmation right yeah. here. Oh, that's why they have clocks? Oh, I like that, though. Like the, hanging the, off the clock? Yeah, like the fucking uh, foreshadowing right there mm -hmm. with them hanging, dangling off the clock. Didn't catch that the first time. Yeah, I've seen this movie so many times. <laughs> um, when they were doing... Like the re-release of it in theaters. Remember mm -hmm. 2015 when they were doing that for a yeah. hot minute? I yeah, went yeah. and saw it in theaters, and it's like, it's actually like one of those movies. Like if you ever have a chance to see it in the movie theater, like go see it in the movie theater. Like it just it, does it better justice than at home. It's definitely like a movie like that was made for like the movie theater, basically like the sound and like everything. That's pretty cool. I mean, yep. I know like you know you had Spielberg working on this, and I don't recall we mentioned it earlier i don't recall who was the uh the um main like composer for the movie i mean i know you michael silvestri i think you're talking about the musical yeah guy? yeah yeah, yeah michael silvestri like it was all it was big names you know yeah. like, a lot of big people and obviously you know huey lewis in the news oh yeah he was in rock hill like like <clears> a <throat> while back yeah no it's like a year or so ago hmm. so i took a picture i'm just like what the hell is he doing in rock hill hanging out yeah it, it wasn't with the news it was just huey lewis so yeah the news is on hiatus. Yeah, the news is like, we got better shit to do than go to Rock Hill. Oh, most people do. <laughs> Old Town. Most people got better shit to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got this whole, like, you ever notice he has, like, all these elaborate, like, ass setups just to do, like, simple tasks, yeah, basically? Yeah, like, uh, what are they called? The, uh, Rube Goldberg machines or something? Right, that's, yeah, exactly. That it? Yeah. And, yeah, it's funny. They're also intricate and like detailed, but they yeah they just do menial tasks like he yeah. has a whole uh, that looks for a awful. robotic arm just to pour out a can of dog food. Right, <laughs> that dog food looks real gross. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's clear that something is amiss here. <laughs> Other than like a old man hanging out with like a teenager. Right. Yeah. Well, you know. How did they meet? <laughs> that's that's right. I, I don't, dude. I don't, I really don't know. I just I love that. Uh, I love the way John Mulaney talks about 
this. He had a joke on one of his stand-ups about it. Just like, you know, they don't even they don't even lazily explain it. Like, hey, remember that time when we met in the science department in my high school? Like, right. <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. Like, not even a lazy joke or a way to, like, just get out of it by doing something stupid. Right. They, so, you know, I don't know. Me either. Like, it's... Maybe they're... I mean, they're obviously not neighbors. They're obviously not... Right. ...related. Like, how... Like, how did that... How did that happen? Because he's, like, a disgraced... Like, we talked about before. He's, like, a disgraced, like, scientist or whatever. Right. Like, they would have, like... One they day, don't, I want to do this. I mean, I'll shatter my eardrums, but I want to see this happen for real. Yeah. And, like, I was even looking at this, and I'm just like, what did he think was going to happen? Like, if that thing was going to blow up, or, like, his fucking eardrums were going to blow up? Apparently, those uh, sunglasses that he wears right here, like, that was, like, a, like they had, like, an advertising deal or something like that, where it's just, like, they said, oh, yeah, put these sunglasses on, and the people that made the movie hated the sunglasses. So they had to turn his back? Yeah, they, no, they literally had him wear it for this one scene, and then, like, never again, basically. Huh. So I just had him wear it for this one scene, and then we're never going to have him wear the sunglasses, like, again. What, is aviator shades? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I think they were just, like... I, you know. Good job. You blew the speaker. Yeah. Awesome. And then that's the other thing. It's just like, like, I guess like he came over to like take care of his dog or whatever, but I'm just like, what are they like normally doing? Like, is he just helping him with like his science experiments? Because like, right. we never really get a good gauge for like what their like friendship is, I guess. Like, yeah, is he you just don't really get the dynamic of their relationship? And that's the weird part too. Like, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> you know, you see later on in the movies, Especially throughout, like, the second and third one, Doc is doing a lot of, like, Doc is always kind of, hey, Marty, help me with this. Marty, grab that. Marty, right. like, turn this switch while I turn this switch, you know, on opposite ends of the room or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's kind of, you know, they have an understanding that they're both, you know, he's there to help Doc out and stuff. But it's never, um, it's weird because. The age gap. Well, not even the age gap. It's just, like, Marty's not that smart of a kid, you know? He's not, like, not that he's stupid or anything. He's not, like, Biff level, or Biff's yeah, not, like, no, a no. fucking like, idiot. He's not a, he's not a moron or anything, but he's, like, you know, he's just a pretty average kid, and it's, like, you know, clearly you're you're probably not doing this for any kind of ecular, extracurricular school activities or anything like that. Like, you know, what are you, uh, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, like, what why? are you getting out of this? Kind of just, you know, why? Yeah, like, you know, what, you know, what brought this on, and what keeps you doing it, I guess, you know what I mean? I mean, it's the fucking 80s. I guess they didn't really have that much to do back then. Who knows? Like, apparently, um... This scene got a lot of people in trouble. Yeah, like, they had to do, like, certain, mm -hmm. uh, countries or whatever, they had to have, like, a PSA come on before, where right. it's basically like, don't, don't... Don't sketch behind cars. Yeah, don't attempt to do this, because, like, apparently that was a big, like, um... People are getting run over. Right, exactly, like yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, hey in a small in a small town like Hill Valley, you know, it could uh, probably isn't that like um, that's Bob Gale? That's uh, one of the yeah, it's one of the writers on there. Oh, yeah, yep. I like little cameos like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but um, I kind of like how the town's kind of like a shithole, basically. Right. Like especially spray like the school <laughs> spray paint, paint everywhere, paint trash can and chop graffiti all over the school. Right. And um, like. They apparently shot all this stuff first, and then, like, you know... Built it. Yeah, I think... Built it in. 
I think at first, maybe, they shot the 50s stuff first, and then, like, you know, dirtied up the town for, like, the 80s parts. But, like, um, how old do you think Strickland is? 50s, maybe? Because, like, he looks the same. Like, when he goes back to, like, the 50s, like, he... Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, not... Like, it zooms in, and you kind of see, like, wrinkles on his face, but, like, other than that, it's not, like, a dramatic, like, aging. Well, I feel... I mean, even with, like... I mean, obviously, you know, Marty, all of this kind of takes place... You know, if you think about the way that they've tried to build it together, it seems like the entire thread of the three movies really kind of just takes place over the course of, like, two weeks. Right, that's the weird thing, because by the third one, it seems like a lot longer, and I'm sure to him it is. A ton of stuff has gone on, but, like, you know, this movie happens, and then all the stuff, and they go back in time to, like, write exactly what was going on. You know, they really only spend a few, uh, you know, a few days, maybe a week or two, in the 50s, and then, I don't recall exactly off the top of my head. Well, then also, they're like... But then immediately after they get back... They shoot off for the second movie. Right. And then immediately after they get back, like, he disappears back into the future. And then, bam, he's right there in the past again in the 50s. And they jump off for the third movie. So, and they're, you know, in the third movie. I like how they got Huey Lewis for here. By the way, that was just, like, a really cool, like, extra thing. Apparently, there was a deleted scene where he's just like, who do you think you are? Huey Lewis or something like that? (laughs) Like, they had, like, a little... That's great. Yeah. But yeah, you know, the whole span of the movies, like, they're, as soon as they get back from one thing, they're jumping off to the next one, and it's like, the whole movies only take place, that guy's in the third one. He's in this one, too. Uh, he's, no, that same, uh, Goldie Wilson. Yeah. If you remember from the third one, when we watched it, the, when he walks into, uh, Hill Valley. Right. They have posters for the new mayor of Hill Valley, and it's that same guy with a cowboy hat. Oh, I didn't even and catch like that. The poster's even the same. Wow. It's like uh, something like always, you know, the always do good, happy Wilson or something like that. Right. Hmm. I have to keep my eye out for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. But um, just something I noticed right there when that sign went by. But yeah, you know, the whole scope of the movies, it seems like it's like, this is two weeks. And what a wild fucking two weeks. Right. Because, like, the thing is, like, he can go back, mm-hmm. and it basically, There's like... the car from the third one, the truck. That that car, like, we were talking the about that earlier. Stadler Toyota. Yeah, and I'm just like, that had to be, like you said, some sort of ad deal or something mm-hmm. like that. Because I'm looking at that Must car, and then I'm looking at Marty, and I'm just like, that doesn't look like the kind of car he would drive. I mean, he's kind of a rebel, you know, likes rock and roll and skateboarding, and, you know, it's kind of a recool, you know, it's pretty cool, kind of badass truck, like... Right. Rebel car, I guess you could say. He could take out and go do whatever in. It's kind of rednecky. A little rednecky. Yeah. But, you know, I feel, I feel like that's just pickup trucks in general get that kind of stigma. Right. I'm just like, really? That's the that's the truck you want? Like, I just don't, like, you think it'd be like a sports car or something like that. Like, right, like yeah. just like the kind of vibe. Kind of wild and reckless kind of vibe. Yeah, exactly. You think sports car, you think, you know. Maybe a maybe a Jeep with the doors off. Yeah, maybe that was just maybe people were more <laughs> into like cars like that in the eighties. Like I don't know. Quite possibly. Yeah. Maybe it's just an ad I think it was just an ad deal. Maybe. I think we're I reading too like much it into it. Yeah. Product placement at its finest. Yeah. It's a lot of that in here. Way to go, Marty. You know how many trucks you sold? Yep. <laughs> Good job. Good job, buddy. Yeah. But um they actually had to recast uh this girl. 
they actually had to recast this girl in here because she got um, pregnant. Like, she had, like, a kid on the way, basically. And, Jennifer? Yeah, and so, like, the if you notice in the second and the third one, like, uh, yeah, it's a yeah. different girl. I don't, I don't know. I kind of like the one in the... I kind of like this Jennifer, basically. She seems more of, like, a like a fit, I feel like, for him. Like, I, I don't really know. Yeah. Like, rewatching it now, like, it's just like, huh. It works, but I feel like also, like, just looking at her, she kind of looks older. Not old, yeah. by any means, obviously, but she looks like easily several years older than Marty McFly in this movie. Right. And then, like, um, the, uh, the girl in the, the second and last one, she looks pretty convincingly right around the same age. Right. Yeah, I could see that. You know? She seems like, how is it, like, like, sweeter, I guess, is, like, the vibe I get, and that might just be the other movies, too. Like, it's much more, like, and this one's, like, yeah, he's really into her, but, like, and the other ones, I feel like that we'll get into it later, but they kind of like kid them up, basically, mm-hmm. like with the sequels, because like you kind of said, it's like, oh, kids are into this. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, they kind of dumb it down to for not dumb it down, but like you know, they kind of cartoon, like, uh, yeah, make it a little more animated. Yeah, and like the characters, they kind of um, like we'll get into it later. But Biff in this movie is much more like he's kind of like he starts out, and we'll get into it obviously later but like his character kind of becomes more cartoony as like the other movies go on too because in this mm-hmm. first one oh in the last movie he's very like larger than life animated in like his movements and you see him like when he's you know oh my god you know i'm so sorry mr McCoy. oh yeah, like, yeah he hunches over like like a gremlin in one of the movies yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, like igor in, in frankenstein like just oh sorry sorry master yep. like that kind of thing like it's you know here he's kind of you know obviously he's playing a very different version of himself in this yeah. one, but he's not very animated in his actions or reactions even he just kind of is pretty average dude right i mean he's a dick but like yeah you know just average dude. it's kind of like more realistic like bully type basically mm-hmm. but yeah that like silent power struggle yep but uh but yeah anyway um like, I like in this, like, they don't really talk, they talked about in the commentary, but, like, a lot of the people that are in this, like, the actors are kind of the same age as uh, Michael J. Fox was, but they're under, yeah. like, heavy makeup and everything. Right, you can tell, like, the makeup on the, I mean, not, not that it's poorly done, but you can tell, like, they're kind of aged, like, they have their lines on the forehead. It gets worse as it the does, movies it go on. And you notice it doesn't move, like, the lines in Biff's forehead don't move when he talks. Yeah, do you think that's, like, a... Like, because it seems like they have some of, like, somewhat of a budget. Do you think that's just maybe, like, a limit on the budget? Or do you think it's... I feel like it wasn't meant to be cheesy. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some movies, they know exactly what they're making. So they, they kind of make it right. cheesy pie on purpose. But, like, I feel like either it was maybe a budgetary constraint or just kind of a product of what they had to work with at the time. You know right. What I mean? Because also the soundtrack, like you were mentioning it earlier, like it does elevate this beyond just like, it's a good movie to like, the soundtrack literally kind of makes the movie though too. It really does. Because it's like, it's a solid story anyway, but the soundtrack kind of elevates it beyond what it is to like this epic thing. Right. But yeah. It adds like just an extra layer to it to make it kind of more just 
punch the whole thing up a little bit. Like, the mom is heavy makeup in this. Right. And she's also and then, an alcoholic, too, which yeah, is, like, I didn't pick up on. Notice when she changes, though, because how bad she was back in the day. Right. Drinking and smoking and, you know, that's why Marty had such a problem with it because, you know, she's an alcoholic and she was, you know, that's probably where it started. Right. You know. Because in the, if you remember towards the end, you know, she's, oh, it's just a little bit to take the edge off or blah, blah. Right. You know? It's like, what's oh, the, you sound like my harm? mom or whatever, basically. And, you know, yeah, so. Um, Crispin Glover's a weird dude in real life, man. What are you talking about? Um, Crispin Glover is, uh, like, uh, he's just, like, if you ever heard him interviewed in real life about this movie, like, kind of just, like, how he got oh, into that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, he, just some of his, like, reasoning behind, like, his acting choices, like, he's, like, I wanted my, um, my character, like, the laugh to be, like, oh, it's kind of funny, but also kind of tragic the way he laughs or whatever, I'm just, like, it's not really what the character is. Like, the character's just kind of like a dorky guy. I can see it. Like, I mean, if you think about it, I, I guess if you if you think about it, to this timeline, the whole, potentially, the thing with, you know, Marty and, or with Marty's mom and Biff and where she was potentially raped, like... Yeah. Probably happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like the family secret or whatever. And, you know, the mom drinks constantly to, to pack it away. And well, the dad's all awkward and very subservient to Biff because he's like, well, you know, I don't want him to do anything like that to, you know, my wife or my family or whatever. So, <clears throat> you know, it, it would make sense that potentially that or something bad just in general happened well, to them i don't know she that. got got raped i think like i feel like probably not but you know that's kind of a, a yeah the darker sense of the movie it kind of implies something like along those lines well the reason why in the future they're they're better because like it, it gets fixed obviously right. but like originally like he just got hit by the dad's car or whatever and that's like like they even say like a florence nightingale type thing so he's been constantly taking care of him she probably just feels like Oh, like he's not like he doesn't stand up for anybody, right. so she constantly drinks just to kind of be like like he's not he doesn't even stand up to like his former bully who's basically running his life now, and she's probably mm-hmm. just like her life feels like it's a shithole basically, and she's yeah, just I like that. yeah. But yeah, um, we also have our friend Thomas here. So if Thomas wants to say anything, he totally can. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> but I'm yeah, just, I'm just enjoying the movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we got subtitles on. Um, but yeah, like, obviously, like, us watching Rick and Morty, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of, <laughs> I was watching this, uh, like, I started watching the first, second, and the third one earlier, and that's kind of like, I wouldn't say, like, put, like, a negative tinge on this, but it's kind of made me more, like, cynical with, like, this movie, I guess, like, yeah. after seeing, like, a dark, like, mirror version of, like, this relationship, it's just like... Yeah, it's like, oh, shit, like, it's like, oh, uh, like, why and, are they Oh, friends? my God, what I just thought about, speaking of Rick and Morty, uh, the dog from Rick and Morty, where are my balls, Summer, looks like that same dog. Oh, my God. Like Einstein. That's brilliant. It's this shaggy little dog with a little button face. Oh, my God. Where are my balls, great. Summer? <laughs> it's Einstein. <laughs> 
Like that's how uh, Rick and Morty started out was just like a parody of like Back to the Future. That was like that's great. Yeah, it's like lick there, my, oh, you can definitely tell the similarities. Oh no, it's just like the whole time it's like lick my balls, Marty. Basically, is like yeah. what the video was. Wow. But yeah, um, it was interesting that like they chose like the DeLorean because originally. Um, Back when they were making the movie, they had, like, a different idea for it. It wasn't originally supposed to be a car. It was supposed to either be, like, a refrigerator or, like, either, like, an atomic bomb got set off, basically, and that's what started the time machine, basically. it's a little easier to film it this way. Yeah, and I'm just like, that sounds really ambitious yeah. for, like, uh... We have to have an atomic bomb go off every time we travel through time. Or a fucking refrigerator. Or we have to both, yeah, pile into a refrigerator. Like... Once they got out to the Old West, they're fucked. They didn't yeah. have refrigerators then. <laughs> I'm just thinking... We're not gonna see a refrigerator for a hundred years, Marty. We're stuck here. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, logically, I'm just like... Yeah, that sounds like a good first draft, but I'm just like... Would yeah. this, this movie be as well-remembered if it was, like, a refrigerator or, like, an atomic bomb had to be set off? I'm like, I think I like it because it's more relatable this could, way. Could you imagine, like, you know, obviously the DeLorean wasn't a popular car then. Just it's going not a, to, going it's to not a popular car now. <laughs> like, like going to cons. Yeah, dude. Like seriously, like people. Refrigerator, yeah, people imagine? like decking out their own, like right. rebuilding this whole thing, like <laughs> to the very, to the very smallest button, rebuilding the the DeLoreans of their own, and like finding all these collectors' parts, and then it's really just a fucking like GE refrigerator <laughs> with a bunch of fucking spikes <laughs> on it. Yeah. And people are like standing like, oh my god, I'll give you $20 to let me take a picture with your refrigerator. <laughs> it's a fucking refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> just some dude rolling a refrigerator around on casters like through through a con with a with a, a puff vest on. <laughs> he tries to he tries to jump into it. Yeah. fucking like, falls over. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie. <laughs> I've seen the movie 527 times, <laughs> and I knew that I got all the buttons right, okay? It's a real refrigerator from Back in the Future. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jump in it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like that it's a car. I like that they took something that was basically like, uh, I, I believe, like, don't quote me on this, but I do believe, like, the guy who made the car was caught, like, basically, like, embezzling, like, either money or drugs or something like that. So, like, he went to jail, and so, like, oh, these yeah. money kind of went out of production. So, like, they're like, well, let's turn this into, like, the time machine. I'm going to turn my piece of shit car enterprise into a drug ring. It was probably also cheaper to uh, get that car and get, like, you know, the licensing to basically be oh, like, yeah. we're going to have this car. It's like, who fucking cares? Like, you well, take it, whatever. I think when I was, ta when I was talking to one of the – talking to when I was watching one of the antique shows that they had one of these cars on, where this dude completely rebuilt it, like guy put, like he bought the car itself, and then he put, I think he said another like twenty two grand just in gadgets and gizmos because he bought it from some guy. I don't remember the exact number. It was a good chunk of money. He bought it from a dude, and it was like half finished, like half up to movie quality. And he put a bunch of other money in it. Like, guy ended up bought just to find one of the doors because the car only had the driver's side door. He had to go to, like, all these auctions and all these crazy, like, swap meets and things, people getting together to, like, you know, get rid of shit. And he's like, dude, it took me, like, a year to find just the passenger door off of one that somebody, you know, somebody fucked around and, you know, 
they had they came up with an extra door and he's like it just just being built in the 80s they're already over you know overpriced for the quality anyway and can you imagine like putting the amount of money to buy that plus a sports car into fixing right. one of these up but i mean it's become a cult you know pop culture icon now a delorean nowadays without the bells and whistles on it probably cost you a shit ton just for the potential that you could fix it up and do stuff to it you know right and that's i think that's pretty cool i'd it would be fun to do potential future episode pieces of shit that ended up becoming amazing pieces, like amazing collector's items or something, pop culture icons because of movies and TV right. that were like, oh yeah, this wasn't shit back in the day. <laughs> it's like but a fucking Szechuan sauce from fucking freaking more than they did. Szechuan sauce from the Mulan release. Like, nobody thought shit about that back in the day. In this but random fucking episode, now everybody fucking and wanted Marty, it. And it became so popular that a multi-billion dollar corporation like McDonald's had to actually listen to their fans. And the guy's like, oh, well, this ain't really that they good. They sent uh, the guys from Rick and Morty, uh, was it Dan Harmon and uh, the other one? Uh, Royland. Run. Yeah. yeah. Justin sent, Royland? Justin Royland, yeah. They sent, um, they sent, them um, a whole gallon in like a locked case. They sent him like a whole gallon of Szechuan sauce in like this locked briefcase. Like it was like a briefcase full of money or something. And he, he did a little video of him opening it up and like he actually opened the bottle and they went to like McDonald's and bought like a thousand nuggets. And the, nice. whole, the whole office, they just like poured out poured it out into little cups and the whole office, everybody in there, all the... What is that? Too. What does Szechuan sauce taste like? I mean, McDonald's Szechuan sauce, like, shit. But, like, real Szechuan, like, pepper sauce is delicious. It's spicy. It has, like, a tiny, tiny little bit of, like, sweetness to it. Um, but, yeah, like, real Szechuan, like, chili sauce is amazing. It's kind of a paste. Right. It's good as hell. You find it in a lot of uh, Vietnamese and Thai food. Right. Spicy as all get out too. Like it's. I wouldn't like it then. It's it's right up there, if not hotter than a jalapeno. Right. It's like a real good. Well, you can really see the make the makeup on his face. Sorry, just like. Yeah, I noticed that. Like especially around his neck. Yeah. All that fake uh, the new skin they put on there. Right. To make it look like he was wrinkled up. Right, and then like you see it taken off, and it's like it ain't really. I guess because like there's a huge like gap between like the 50s and the 80s. Yeah. Like he doesn't even really look that different. No, just ever so slightly less wrinkled. You know. Yeah. Because he's. Yeah, he's not even really wrinkled in this scene. Like in the second one, like you can see where the makeup ends on yeah. his neck. Right. Oh, they, oh my god! Yeah, you see it. It's white. Like it's a totally different color. Ooh, <laughs> that's that's not good. I feel like also they weren't expecting people to watch this with like HD, much, like yeah. HD TVs oh, and yeah. everything. Well, they didn't, you know, back then they didn't. Uh, sorry, everyone, my microphone just decided to go to sleep. It's all good. We're we're here. We're live. But yeah. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> but yeah, um, like they weren't expecting people to like, why well, I guess that's why the makeup doesn't look as good too, is because like they weren't expecting people to watch this on like an HDTV in the future. That's fair, you know. I mean, what is it? What, 1985? I think it is 1984, because like, you know, it's always a year or so before they actually right. release it. So uh, what was that? 
Oh my God! You can see it on look, look. You yeah, can see it on his, his face. Uh, yeah, it's like they did. It. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen that. Craziness! Yikes! See, you know, you put you put certain certain aspects of a movie under a microscope, and oh wow! Okay, Thomas just looked it up. John, if John Z. DeLorean hadn't been arrested in 1982 with a briefcase full of cocaine, oh my the God. iconic time machine in Back to the Future might have been a fridge. <laughs> a lead-lined refrigerator served that role in the first two drafts of the screenplay, said Bob Gale, who along with Bob Zemeckis co-wrote all three Back to the Future movies. They came up with the idea. He said it would make it, it would make so much more sense to build the time machine into a car. Why did they choose the car? The DeLorean was on trial. He was the news. The stainless steel finish looks good. <laughs> like, all right. Like, how, about we make, how about instead of making it something awful? You got brand awful. recognition just like that because it's in the news already. I'm trying to think of something DeLorean, similar. oh my God, is that the cocaine car? Oh my <laughs> oh God. My God. <laughs> is that how they power the flux capacitor? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's why Doc is all the way there. <laughs> That's why Doc, so his hair's white, he's all the way up. His hair used to be all straight and everything. Straight and like cold. blonde. And now it's just a from a month ago. It's just blonde <laughs> <Yeah>. and straight. <laughs> Your face on crack. <laughs> That's why he's got all the white makeup oh my marks God. on his face. <laughs> cocaine is not bad makeup. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it totally makes Doc, you been working on the DeLorean? No, why? (laughs) No, who's asking? (laughs) Get out of here, you old shit! (laughs) Go on, get! I'm sorry, Marty! (laughs) He's fucking like Einstein starts speaking in English and everything. Wait, hold on. He's telling me so. He's telling me his secrets. Did you know if you give a whole kilo of cocaine to a dog, they can talk? (laughs) (laughs) Have you done one of your science experiments? That's why his eyes are always so big. Wait, I'm a scientist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the Libyans. Apparently they had to, like, uh, cut out the Libyans' lines or whatever, like, oh, on yeah. the first ABC broadcasting, because it was, like, politically incorrect even then, mm-hmm. to kind of be like that, because either they were... I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what the backstory was, but I know, like, ABC's like, you can't... Is that the Peacemaker from the third movie, the revolver that Doc has? No. <laughs> They weren't even thinking about that movie yet. You don't know. Yeah. Dude, th- they, this movie's self-contained. <laughs> like, Hey, who knows, man? They might have been lower budget about it. Like, it could have been that, uh... Could have been that, uh, you know, he, um... I mean, if it if it makes you happy... like, oh, man, we, we, we have the... We got that gun laying around. If it makes you happy, uh, I, I can say that that's exactly what that is. Would make you happy if I say that? No, because now I feel like you're, you're pandering me. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you... Tell you what. I don't want it now. Okay. It's cheapened. Good. It's ruined. <laughs> Good. But Why yeah. Is the dude wearing a dashiki? Do they wear don't, that in Libya? I don't know. Pretty, pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's politically incorrect to like make them Libyan terrorists or whatever. Then I mean, were Libyans? I mean, I don't. I don't even I don't know. know what I don't. I don't know everything about. I everything. failed geography, like, so I don't were know. Were Libyans it. a like was were there was there trouble with Libya and America? In, I thought that 80s? Russia was like trouble in the eighties. Nah, that's just rocky. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was assuming all, all my stranger things. All, all of my knowledge about uh, like Dawn, that stuff. That, yeah, yeah, it came from movies. <laughs> I thought that guy, that guy, what's his name? Uh, Dolph Lundgren was just terrorizing everybody yeah. back in the eighties. Fucking Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I love Dolph Lundgren. 
He's actually really cool. I, I listened to a podcast with him recently. He's really intelligent. A lot of people who've met him, a buddy of mine I used to work in a restaurant with, he had a bouncer for many years. He met him in Chicago. And he was like, man, he's just like the nicest guy in the world and could literally choke you to death with one hand and like be eating a sandwich with the other. But he's just like, just such a happy-go-lucky, chill guy. Right. Apparently the guy who plays Biff is also really like a really nice, approachable guy in real life, too. What else has he been in? He was in, well, I can tell you just like stuff I watched that he was in right. recently. Um, there's this show called Legends of Tomorrow. That um, on the I CW. I never watched it, but I heard about it. He he played the like a time. It's like a time travel superhero show where like they go to different like eras and stuff and like you know fix anomalies in the time stream or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like he was the dad of one of the main characters in there, which oh. was really cool. He's like the head of like a security, like you know, for like superhumans and stuff like that. Right. He's, he's pretty good. He's still, like, a really good actor. Like, I haven't seen him in anything really since, like, this, honestly. I love this comic book part where he, he sees, not to cut you off, but... Oh, yeah, no, you're good. At the comic book, he comes out like a Martian. Right. I Perfect. Thought was, I thought that was very, very 80s of this movie to do that. Well, I mean, like, you look at it, and you look at that car, and you're like, oh, yeah. for people that are, like, back in the 50s, especially people that are, like, hicks, kind of yeah, like these people. Space. Oh, yeah, I mean... I feel like that's the whole ma- thing with the DeLorean, the suicide doors, the all the all like stainless steel exterior. Like it was supposed to look like a spaceship. I feel like. Yeah, and just especially with like all the modded shit that like Doc added to it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure it looks real weird. <laughs> all of the parts coming up, it's like it's mutated to human form. Shoot it! <laughs> oh, a cow. Yeah. What, what is this suit? Hazmat suit, bro. Oh, oh, because he was supposed to go yeah, into the got, future. Yeah, he's got like a hard hat on it and a flip-down hazmat suit mask on the front. Right, because they're worried about it being really toxic, toxic or something in the future, which makes somewhat sense. I mean, if they came back right now, they're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. The coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Just the timestamp of this episode. Just so everybody knows what we're doing. <laughs> exactly when it was recorded. Hey guys, I'm just going to let you know it is 11-13 on April, yeah. April 16th. It's a Thursday. Yeah, thanks. I was, I was hoping to make this one of those evergreen things I could just drop at any time. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, who's being, who's fucking pandering now, bitch? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Way to date this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> It's like so dated. But yeah. They made that like a week ago. It's like not even relevant anymore. So like right here, like what do you think his, like he thinks this is like an intense dream or something, but yet he just saw the DeLorean like time travel earlier. So like what, like he thinks it's just a dream. Like what do you think he thinks is happening here? Like honestly, because he saw the. I mean, getting chased by Libyan, supposed Libyan terrorists and his neighborhood's not even built yet. Yeah. Right there, you know, like, I mean, just all cornfield, like, you know, random people just, you know, you crash into a barn and then some hicks start shooting at you. I guess. As we say hicks, we mean that in a loving way. We all are in South Carolina. So. No, we don't. <laughs> Fine, fuck all of you. Yeah. There we go. I feel better now. I feel like him wearing the hazmat suit, though, isn't this weird? It's like, don't stop or we'll die. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like... It's not that unusual. I'm pretty sure they have hazmat suits back I mean, then. If I saw one on weird, the side of the road, weird car, guy in a hazmat. If I saw that on the side of the road, 
I would stop and be like, yo, what's going on? Mostly because I'm like, where are you coming from and what happened? Like, yep. <laughs> are you a time traveler? <laughs> what, what nuclear facility melted down? What what giant robot or like animal that we've been experimenting on escaped? Like what happened? Isn't it cartoons, man? A it's giant fun. robot? Hey, listen to me, sir. <laughs> sir, sir? Sir. First of all, uh, have you not seen what they're Do you doing? think he'd be able to push that car by himself? That's eh, a DeLorean. You think it's a pretty lightweight car? I mean, maybe not with all those additions on it, but it is slightly downhill. If that's the biggest that was thing... A, that, that was flat land. That wasn't downhill. Right, sir, if you <laughs> the car by himself, it's your biggest problem with the plot. It is. I have a problem with it. Of this movie, and I think we got other problems. Well, I guess we do. Because it doesn't make any sense. You're missing a lot. Yeah, listen, a lot. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's in movies. Yep. Yeah. Setting that up. I yeah, like how I'm popping my knuckles right next to it. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. It's going to be great when I when I have to re-listen to this later on. I'm just giving you little Easter eggs of our time together. That's not <laughs> that's not a thing. <laughs> that not a thing? <laughs> no, I'm here. I don't need Easter eggs for it. No, I want you to remember it fondly. No. <laughs> but yeah, um this this uh this whole thing look Crockett. There you go. Just so you guys know where we are. Yeah. He's like, at this point, like, I'd feel like he'd just be like, oh, I'm in the 50s. Like, it's fairly, like, obvious. But then again, Marty's kind of an idiot. You also so, think you know. about it, though. Like, I mean, if I popped back, I feel like if I popped back in the 50s right now, though, I'd be like, all right, I am somewhere between, like, just looking at it. Like, I'm stupid as shit. I feel like I'd look at it. And be like, <laughs> I'm stupid. I'd be like, all right, I'm somewhere between the 30s and the 70s. I gotta go find the newspaper. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. He doesn't even do that, though. Like, he just kind of stumbles through this. It's almost like he is in a dream, because it's yeah. kind of like he just stumbles just through it. through it, not really yeah. looking at or interacting with anybody. Yeah, because he's not even really looking around for clues or anything. He's just right. kind of like, where am I? How do I get out of here, basically? Mm-hmm. So notice, Oh, he does, notice, he does look at it, though. Like, yeah, see? there he goes. Notice uh, on the back there, so isn't, wasn't the town, um, when he comes back to the 80s, wasn't the town called, um, it's Hill Valley. Is it Hill Valley? Because I feel like in the third one, when he goes back in the Old West, it's Hill Valley and he comes back into the 80s and it's Hillville or something like that. No, no, that's just the neighborhood that he was looking at. No, Lion Estates is his neighborhood. No, no, Hill Hilldale, Hilldale was yeah. that was the neighborhood that he's gonna live in in the future though. Uh, yeah, okay. see, that's that was the joke I was making earlier. Where I was just like, they're not very creative with names. No, not really. That's almost like if you lived in like say Clover or something like that, and they had Clover, and then they had Cloverdale. like Cloverdale. It's just like Clover and Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you couldn't come up with anything else. <laughs> I feel like I've heard those names before. Yeah. But yeah, we um, used to play jacks down by the <laughs> What are you talking about, you idiot? <laughs> you know, the 50s when your grandma was hanging out? Yep. <laughs> she was really hanging out. Mm-hmm. Down by the railroad tracks or yeah. wherever grandma used to go fuck around. Especially <laughs> Thomas's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thomas's grandma tried to try to take me home one time. Oh. oh no. <laughs> We're all there. We remember. Yeah. Have some fun, remember. Yep. Facts. Facts. She's a nice lady. We had a good time. 
<laughs> so like this I'm whole dating a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Billy Zane's in this movie. Where is he? He's uh, you see him in the background right there, black hair. Is Billy Zane. Yep. See right there. Oh, oh there he is. Yep. I didn't realize till like I started looking at the credits. I'm just like, whoa. Huh. Why didn't they have a bigger part here? Because he was a minor actor then, it was before he was famous. Uh, Say Titanic era, Billy Zane, yet where he's fucking flipping tables and throwing shit around, yet. <laughs> you gotta wait for that. He'll oh. get there. Oh, he'll get there. Don't you worry about it. But yeah, um, I feel like the other movies, like after this one, are kind of just like copy and paste, like the same kind of elements, like this whole thing of like right. death or like some other variation coming to either a diner or something like that to like bully like whoever the descendant of uh, Marty is is like a thing that they just kind of lazily like copied and pasted in the later movies. Like some people would call it like a motif. I'd call it just like we don't know how to do a story without having these elements in it. Like if we were to do like a drinking game right now we'd probably be dead. But into this trilogy just like the different like common things that happen in this. I wish I could go to like a sandwich counter or a bar and get cereal. Just thinking about that right You can't? Now. I mean, like, in a hotel. Yeah. Like, I guess you're right. breakfast or something, maybe, <laughs> but, like... Steak and Shake doesn't have cereal? I doubt it. I thought I looked one time they had cereal. If so, I don't know why I've been fucking around getting burgers there. Yep. Well, I remember last time we were at I Steak I feel like and they shake. have cereal milkshakes. Right. Like, something with, like, Fruit Loops in it, maybe. Yeah. But then you don't even ever end up eating the cereal. You just end up drinking the milkshake. Then you're full. And then what do you do with the cereal? It just sits in there and gets all soggy. I mean, you just... It's a fucking waste of money is what that is. Dude, all right. Million dollar idea. You open up a breakfast bar where all you serve... You serve, like, full bar, but it's just, like, breakfast foods and, like, on, like, happy hour, all you can eat cereal. You pay for... You pay for a bowl of cereal, like... Say, it's Waffle House, man. I have never once seen cereal at Waffle House. They have, they have cereal at Waffle House. What the fuck? I think so. Don't they have cereal at Waffle like House? I've never seen it. Then again, a lot of my recent memories of Waffle House are very blurry and drunk, so... <laughs> yep. <sighs> yeah. What about, what about Denny's? Fuck no one Denny's. no one goes to Denny's. I was just talking about that last night, how much I hate Denny's. I've been there, like, twice. To everybody involved in Denny's or fuck, somebody who fuck ever, you. ever hears <laughs> this, first of all, first things first, please don't, oh my God. Please don't sue us. Second thing, would, fuck uh, you. Would George McFly get a Me too if he was in, oh, like, so current, current generation, like, being, like, fucking peeping yeah, in on these girls? George McFly is canceled. <laughs> That's your father. <laughs> That's your father. Your father's like, your dad was the one that was a piece of shit. Yeah, your father's a fucking pervert. Whereas uh, some people call it prevert. Do they and why? It's mostly old people. Danny DeVito. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like his outfit from uh, the Matilda movie. <laughs> listen, listen. Every chubby, like, New York sounding no, dude. On. It just looks like his outfit. He's too car. tall. I didn't mean that. You know that. <laughs> it's like Danny DeVito on stilts. He's too tall. I like Danny DeVito. What do you got against short people, Alex? You want to fucking fight about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, I can 
straight reach out and punch you right in the dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, to show me on time is where you would punch me in the dick. All right, come here, Tom. <laughs> 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 Hard, dude. <laughs> right here. <laughs> so anyway, back to the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if mom's like, you've been asleep for nine hours. Like, yeah, His mom's fuck fucking off. horny, dude. Huh? His mom's fucking horny. Like, literally doesn't know him from anybody. And is about to, like, literally <laughs> jump on top of him. <laughs> the first boy just drops in my room. Hi! Hi, Lorraine! <laughs> I feel like... I'm taking I'm, my clothes off now. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> but you're so... You're so... Oh, no. Get out of here. Apparently... John Mulaney. We thought it'd be funny if he went back in time and, you know, tried to fuck his mom. <laughs> Basically this whole fucking movie right now. Come I on. forgot how creepy the undertones of this first one are. I mean, like, most <laughs> stuff from the 70s or 80s. underwear before Calvin. It's your son. <laughs> You're looking at your son. Well, she doesn't know. But yeah, the other thing Maybe is like... Maybe that's why she feels so attracted to him. She feels like... No, no, stop, stop. <laughs> hey, they, they make it in all the other movies, especially the third one. Just, 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 that's enough. Anyway, um... <laughs> I quit, I'm retiring after this podcast. <laughs> Alright, sounds good. Um, but... If you guys don't want to listen to me, I'll die on this hill alone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, like, they were shopping this movie around, and, like, it was too, it was too dark for Disney... But also for, like, you know, a lot of sex comedies came out during yeah. this time. And so, like, it was too kind of, um, it wasn't dirty enough for, like, other play, like other studios. For certain studios. And they were just, like, I remember listening to the commentary and they were just, like, what what would they want them to do? Did they want them to have, like, sex or something like that? Does I'm like, he have to bang his mom for us to get this movie made? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like, what, what, did, what did they want? Are you pimping out? <laughs> My script? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Normally, apparently, you know, especially if you're familiar with Harvey Weinstein, you gotta blow somebody just to get your movie ready. Oh my god. What? <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> okay. Alright, fine. Yep. God. Talk about the fucking movie. <laughs> Man, it was just Easter and you guys are already crucifying me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, I'm making it where no one can listen to this without yeah. getting offended. Does everyone hate me yet? I have to put like a giant disclaimer. <laughs> Some <Somebody> blurs and beeps. <laughs> well, I can't listen to half of this because it's bleeped out. <laughs> just from from ten minutes ago to right now, just put a big bleep. <laughs> Said we're going to be more professional in this one. Uh, we, <laughs> we lied. Did we? We were so deep and like... You guys talked about it. I was already writing jokes in my own head. <laughs> I guess this movie can get away with not being as like philosophical and like political as we were in the last one. Yeah, I mean, hey, if we got philosophical and political with the fucking Incredibles. Like, no, I'm talking about the uh, the Toxic Avenger. Oh yeah. If we could get philosophical with that movie, we really got to step it up for something like this. Yeah, something that's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I like how like there's just like a lot of siblings and like stuff like that. Like you never really. Like, they didn't really do anything with, like, his, like, Marty's, like, brother or sister in, like, any of it. Like, they get maybe, like, a little side thing in, like, the future movies. But for the most part, it's just, like, you kind of forget that he has, like, a brother and sister, honestly. Because they never do shit with them. It's not like, oh, it's like once, like, oh, let's bring the brother along or something like that. It's like, you know. Yeah, they don't have really big parts at all. They're just there. Yeah. Miller High Life, just like you, <laughs> 
<laughs> Advertisement. <laughs> Product placement, courtesy of Miller. Please sponsor us. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> I need money. <laughs> Guys, I, I haven't had a drink in eight months. Proud of you. Yes. I'm thirsty. <laughs> but, um... You know, I, I've basically, in Miller High Life alone, I've probably funded a whole brewery for you guys, so, you know, a little kickback would be awesome. Yep. <laughs> Most people buy it by the case. I bought it by the truck. There you go. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this is a scene, isn't it? Ah. Uh. Yep. She's already all snuggled up on him, like, oh, She is, like, right on top of so him. This so cute. And, he like, purple undies on. not to be this guy, but I feel like no matter who it was, basically, like, Lorraine would have been, like, DTF, basically. Mm. Like, it didn't even matter, because remember, she's like, George got hit with the car, and then she was all over him, basically. So, I feel like it well, didn't really like matter. That was, like, a heroic moment, though. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess with him, it's like, you kind of look at him, it's just like, who is he fucking related to? You know, because you look at, like, his dad, and his dad's a True. fucking nerd. And then, like, his his brother, like, like you look at, like, the rest of his family. It's like, he doesn't really look like anyone in the family. He's kind of too cool to even be in the family. Like yeah, they even, he has a very different personality from everybody else. Yeah, like, he's cool. He's kind of, like, socially adjusted. Like, the rest of them are just kind of like, eh. Like, even the one sister complains about never being able to meet, like, a guy or whatever. So mm -hmm. it's, like, clearly, like, he's the coolest, like, out of everybody. Even though I feel like he's supposed to be, like, an everyman. Yeah. Or something like that. Even though he's kind of not, like, Michael J. Fox is just naturally, like, cool and, like, charismatic, basically, because it's yeah. fucking Michael J. Fox. It's Michael J. Fox. But, yeah. I love this weird fucking thing the that he has. Yeah. yeah, that he has on his head. It's kind of like Wizard of Oz-like <laughs> or whatever, when you think about it, because, like, remember in the, that one, well, there's, like... He was, like, trying to do, like, talk to his dog or something. Oh, yeah. Like, like they were helmet to helmet or something. <laughs> yep. He's got that little fucking thing right there trying to read yeah. his mind. It's a weird... Like, because you think about him, like, the rest of his, like, little experiments really don't work. Like, except for the thing that makes the food. But it's just like, what What the fuck? Like, you could just have, like, a solo... Like, it doesn't have to be all these little things. You just have mm -hmm. little solo machines. You just literally just turn over the thing and there's the food. Right. You have to have all these little, like... I think kind of the comedy with this character is, like, everything has to be super complicated. It can never just be simple and kind of just, like, streamlined. Like, his, the car is, like, the first thing he's made that's actually really worked, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, his, like, crowning achievement and stuff like that. And yeah. that and that took him fucking <clears throat> getting brain damage, like, fucking <laughs> hitting his head yeah. on the porcelain, like... uh toilet in order to even come up with it i just love how he's like you know they kind of make um it's funny because you know in certain certain parts of the movie you know for the majority of the movie they kind of make him out to be like this mad scientist kind of like crackpot a little bit but right then, you know they um they actually go and you know there's these subtle instances where it's like this man is actually brilliant. Like, yeah, he is. You know, they add in these different things of like, oh, look, you know, here he is, you know, like when he goes back in the third one and then he makes this whole giant mechanism to make ice. Right. Like from just pure, like to make ice almost instantaneously just from the water in the air, you know? Right. Like, Super cool. Like, yeah. He is, uh, you know, he's got 
you know, great ideas and stuff, but, like, some of his things are a little... I feel like this movie, without without actually doing it, they kind of may want him to be, like, he's ahead of his time. Right. Like, he's always thinking a hundred years ahead of where he is now, and that's kind of why it comes off so crazy. Right, it's because he's had the curve with everything. Yeah. But, yeah, apparently during this, like, he he laughs because he's like, Ronald Reagan is the president in the future. Apparently, whenever yeah. that part was happening, like, uh, Ronald Reagan laughs so hard that whenever he's watching his own copy of it in the White House, like, he had them rewind it, basically, because he missed, like, a That's big great. chunk of the movie, pretty much. But, yeah, he even, like, Ronald Reagan even quoted, like, parts of this movie for, like, his... Ronald Reagan was big into pop culture, you know? Being yeah. especially an actor turned president and stuff, like, he was always big on pop culture. Yeah. He's kind of a he racist, was the, though. He was the, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Racist presidents. Good thing we don't have that today. <laughs> Peace out, Republicans. Glad you were listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, there was like somebody, I was listening to another commentary and someone like kind of pointed out, it's like maybe the flux capacitor, at least the word, like they made this funny like comparison. It's like his hell in the toilet. Maybe he was like upside down. He looked up and it's like flush capacity or whatever. Oh, like, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like flush capacitor. Hey, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. And so like, um, I was like, oh, I never really thought about that. But yeah, I guess they're like, we were talking about their relationship earlier, and I guess it's kind of similar to like Merlin and like uh, King Arthur, basically. Yeah, what you were referencing earlier, yeah, that was, I, I never even, like, that never even crossed my mind, that uh, that comparison, but that's really smart, like, it it's weirdly identical and like, the most obvious and inobvious of ways. Right, like, you wouldn't even, unless someone pointed it out, your mind wouldn't go there, but, but like... once it, you think about it, it fits perfectly, yeah. Like, oh, I kind of get it, I understand. But yeah, it's funny, just, like, the kind of um, things, just based off the limited knowledge he has, it's like, oh, of course, like, your president would have to be an actor because, like, he has to look good on television or whatever, because mm -hmm. it looks like the camera and everything, like, he, just kind of the conclusions he jumps to. But also yeah. kind of a testament to his brilliance, like, who would put information they heard, you know, that long ago against all this stream of new things coming at you from 40 years in the future, you know? Right. And make that comparison, you know? He obviously absorbs information quickly and can find, you know, can string together waves of thought that connect even in the subtlest of ways, you know? Yep. I guess he's talking to Edison. Yeah, Edison, mm -hmm. half the shit that he, he made, basically then, he stole from somebody else. Oh, yeah. Most notably Tesla. Yeah, because Tesla literally came up with everything. He's like, I'm just going to mm -hmm. steal it and say I made it. Yep, because he had more money. I like how with, because um, we talked about this earlier, too, with uh, the guy that plays Doc Brown, uh, Christopher Lloyd, like, mm -hmm. his... Like, how he, like, he's very quiet, obviously, like, if you see him in interviews or anything, and just how animated, it's like, you right. could, like, we're doing right now, you could turn the sound off, it's almost like a silent film with Hon him. Honestly, you know, we can't hear a word, but, like, I can hear him in my mind saying these lines and being all animated in his voice. Yeah, it's like, almost like a silent film, emotions, where, yeah. where it's, it's not quite overacting, but, like, he just has so much energy and just so much, like, he kind of leaps off the screen a little bit with the amount of just, like, motion and everything he right. has. 
like nothing is like understated, but like just like with his eyes and everything, mm-hmm. just like the franticness. Oh, he, he, he had the eyebrow acting on point. Oh yeah, I love a good uh, a person who can do some good eyebrow acting. I mean, it's even comedic at some points, just how oh, big yeah. his eyes get and everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we were laughing at it. I think we're yeah. watching the third one, and he just like his eyes his were just eyes really like big. Out when he's meets that Carla girl, Clara. Yeah, really just like big for like no real reason. It's love. Yeah, yeah, my eyes are like expanding. 20 times bigger. Yep. He's like, well, he fell in love with a creep. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his eyes. He's got crazy eyes. He's got crazy eyes. He's got those crazy eyes. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's funny that like, um, like when you watch this first movie, like later on, obviously, like they kind of like, Marty kind of really doesn't have, like, he has a character in this one, but he doesn't have really any big character flaws other than, you know, just being kind of like a naive, like, teenager yeah, or whatever. Kid. But, like, the later one, like, comically, it's just almost like these cartoon type weaknesses, like uh-huh. the whole, like, getting called chicken and everything. Oh, yeah, and he just huh, freezes and turns around, like, nobody calls me yellow. Yep. It's almost like character development for babies. Like, not like I'm yeah. like, not like I'm like shitting on the movie or anything, but I'm just like, yeah, like, I feel like they didn't really have an idea of like where to take his character. Well, I for feel the- like there was kind of nowhere to take his character because he kind of. And plus, he, in the 50s, that was like kind of the thing back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, I mean, also, well, no, this was back, this is the third movie we were referencing oh, with, yeah. uh, back in the 1880s. But, yep. You know, at, at first, like, you know, pe- like, he's kind of like, okay, you know, kind of confused, don't know what's going on, but now that I've figured out when and where I am, like, and, you know, what I need to do to get this situation handled, I'll just, uh, you know, just go with it. Right. And I feel like he, in a way, he's kind of just comfortable in every situation as long as he knows, you know, he has, I feel like his main character flaw is that he, um he feels lost, kind of lost without Doc, you know? And then... He's really dependent most, on him. Yeah, he's very dependent. And most of his, like... Most of the movies are him trying <coughs> to save Doc or get to Doc to fix something or help Doc fix something of, of his own problem. And then, you know, at the end of, you know, the last movie... Spoilers. Um, you know, he kind of, like, Doc doubles back and he's like, oh, man, like... No, that wasn't it wasn't supposed to be like that. And you see, you know, when he's with Jennifer and they're doing their thing, and he's like, you know, they go to the train tracks, and he's just like, oh man, he's so bummed out. And then Doc comes back, and he's like, oh my god, Doc, blah blah blah. I thought I'd never see you again, but he gets that closure in that instance where it's like Doc's okay. He's got his lady. He's got kids now. He's got a new time machine. He's just gonna be doing whatever he wants to do, and he's gonna ride off into the sunset. And he's like, all right, now I've got that closure. I can go carry on with myself and my life and whatever. And I can be at peace with like, you know, letting Doc go. Right. And there's even, um, I know I talked to you earlier about like the video game that they had. And they kind of um, reference that in there, like, kind of, they don't say directly like, oh, he had dependence on. But like, you can tell mm-hmm. he really misses him. And like, he goes back oh, yeah. to his old place and kind of, you know, like cleans it up. And they even have like a yard sale over at Doc's place where they're just selling off some of his stuff. And like, he has a dream at the beginning where it's kind of like, you get to play through the first scene in this movie, whenever he's meeting up with Doc at the twin pines mall. Yeah. It's up like he goes like, basically he goes into the future and like the car just never comes back pretty much. And then like he wakes up kind of thing. 
But yeah, it's just kind of like that void kind of in his life. Because you think about it, it's like, you don't really see him hanging out with anybody other than, like, Jennifer. Like, you don't really... Yeah. Like, like I think Doc's, like, one of his, like, good friends. Like, he's, like, you can tell right. he'd probably be popular, but you don't really see him hanging out with anyone. I don't know if that's, like, a fault of, like, the movie, maybe, or if that's just the character. Well, honestly, aside from the mom, the dad, Biff, and, you know, one or two ancillary characters that pop up, given the current situation or setting depending on the movie there's no real um you know there's no real like other characters in this movie everybody else is just kind of extras you know right and it's just like like we don't even really get to see what marty's life is like like we get a taste of it at the beginning with like you know strickland and everything but Mm -hmm. for the most part it's just like I mean, in the third movie, they even have, like, that Needles character who's yeah. just, like... We, we we see him in the second movie as, like, mm-hmm. someone that's, like, over him. Yeah. Um, but, like, in there, it's just, like, he seems kind of like a Biff-like character to Marty, where right. he's, like, you know, antagonizing him, trying to get him to, like, do things he's not supposed to do, basically. Mm-hmm. Get him in trouble, get him get under his skin. Yeah. And that's just kind of, like, that kind of comes out of nowhere there, too, because we don't really, we don't really know his life outside of Doc, or just, like, you know, the whole, like, his relationship with either his family or with Jennifer, or whatever. And it's just, like, it might either be a time thing, or it might be, like, they just didn't see it as something, like, relevant, really. Right. But, yeah. You know, it's funny, they make uh, the dad, you know, in the 50s, they make him out to be, like, some, you know, dork that, you know, he's just you know, off to the side and, you know, doing his own thing, real awkward. He's getting real rapey over there. Oh, yeah. It's rapey in all the movies. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they make the dad out to be so dorky and stuff and, like, oh, yeah, he never, you know, never could get any girl and all this stuff. And then, um, it ends up, you know, I'm like, you know, by nowadays standards, like, the jazzy coats and the, the, the swooped over, like, dark hair like the dad would totally be a uh like a punk or emo chick's like wet dream <laughs> like a fuck boy basically yeah he's got that fuck boy look going on yep he's he's part of the scene i like how they have this well, clearly clearly 35 year old man bullying <laughs> these teenagers yeah. over here bullying the 25 year old man who's playing an 18 year old yeah he's clearly almost older than strickland here yeah. <laughs> Fucking getting all fresh with, like, um, with fucking Marty's mom. That's the other really creepy thing. He's like, oh, so... Where did the 50s clothes from? A store? Probably from Doc or something. Sure. I mean, he's got money still. Does he? But it'd be, like, counterfeit money. They'd think it's counterfeit because the year would be wrong. That's a good point. I mean... Maybe he borrowed from Doc. They don't put the year on cash. Yeah, they do. Quarters... (laughs) Quarters, though. I mean, I'm sure you use. I don't have any like actual cash. I'm not poor. I just don't have any cash on me. <laughs> Who's got a dollar? Who's got any kind of like any folding paper money? I want to verify this right now. Empty your wallet, fuckers. Let's go. <laughs> I probably have invited you over to my house to do this podcast. Let me check. Ruse to rob you. <laughs> you might be right. Hold on, let me check. Yeah, is there? Is there a? There's no date on there. Yeah, there is. Where? But, Series 2013. But the money now, what? in comparison to the 50s, definitely look different. Oh, it definitely look different. 
I mean, back in the eighties, the movie. I mean, the. I mean, uh, if they showed someone this now, like in the fifties, they'd be like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah, well, where's that? Where'd you get that fancy money from?" Yep. <laughs> Plus, dollar bills and stuff were bigger back then. I mean, like they were like wider and longer. Like right. everything's getting smaller. Dollars. Dogs, peepees, dicks, yeah. <laughs> cell phones, dicks. Everything gets smaller as time. <laughs> I don't know. Phones are kind of getting bigger now. Yeah, they're starting. Well, everybody's watching TV on their phones now. Yeah. So. Puff. <laughs> Puff. We're making a podcast. <laughs> You're ruining it. All right, guys. My cat had to had to step into her litter box for a second. She's scratching around. Yeah. Very considerate. I like how he's basically like the plot of this one, kind of like in the third one. Well, in that one, he's trying to keep Doc from getting laid, and this one, he's trying to get his dad to get laid. <laughs> so his dad laid, and <laughs> Doc from getting laid. The yeah, wingman. <laughs> so that he can get back home, basically, and trying to get his mom off his trail so she try to fuck him, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. I gotta pawn my mom off on my dad. Yeah. <laughs> There's a there's like this outtake apparently where he's like um, Michael J. Fox is like looking into oh my god puff puff relax sorry she probably just took a big dump everybody yeah that's my cat it's gotta be real loud so everybody hears it oh no we'll just we'll wait we'll wait okay, take your time yep but yeah apparently like just making sure hold on yep you done you wrapped it up over there yeah you done good. Okay, Continue. so uh, there's an outtake where um, Michael J. Fox is just like looking and he's like kind of fucking around or whatever, mm -hmm. and he sees like the mom in there. It's like, hey, you see her, Holmes? You see her in there? Something like that. <laughs> it's like, look at her. <laughs> <laughs> kind of racist, but you know, whatever. It's the eighties. It's the eighties. Yeah. It's a simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. What a cool man. Oh, yeah, getting a milkshake. Trying to look all hard. Chocolate, please. Yep. I'm going to stay all horny out here. Milkshakes. <laughs> I like how they're literally just not even looking at them. It's like, what do you want? She looks really good in this movie. Mm -hmm. She, um, apparently the actress, um, yeah, they put her in heavy makeup. <laughs> For like, you know, the older scenes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Apparently she went home. Because like, it's really hard. It's like it was a bitch to take the makeup off pretty much. Oh, yeah. So like she was living with her mom at the time. So she literally just like went home with the makeup. Went just to fuck with on. her mom. That's great. And her mom freaked out. She's like, oh my god. <laughs> like, she's I, feel just like, like if, I feel like if I had uh, if I had gotten in a movie and they put like crazy makeup on me or like aging makeup. I'd, take, I'd be like, can I wear this home? I want to fuck with somebody. Right, exactly. <laughs> Been 20 years. <laughs> like you're from like the future. The, like in the uh, Ted movie when he takes the, the lobster head home. Are you guys done? Can I take your plates? Oh, uh, yeah, but can you leave the lobster head? I needed to fuck with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> guys owe me lobster money. How tall since you, uh, like, you know, obviously Michael J. Fox is short. Do you think, like, what, like he's like six foot, like Biff? Ooh, that, wait, huh? You think Biff is pretty tall compared to Michael J. Fox? Yeah, you know, probably, he's probably he's probably tall-ish. They're probably similar heights. Probably like six foot. You think? Oh no, I mean that that actor is actually tall. Like, but no, Michael J. Fox himself is not tall. Oh, I know that. We, yeah, we had a I, conversation about it yeah, earlier. No, Michael J. Fox himself is short, but like that actor is actually tall. Like, 
What do you think? Like six foot? Probably, yeah. Somewhere in the 5'10 to 6 foot range. Yeah, because I know whenever um, they'd like, you know, show him just for like comedic effect, like, you know, his shoulders. For everybody who's like, oh my God, he's so tall. Wait, six foot or 5'10, that's not tall. It is to me, so fuck you. (laughs) Yep. Got a Vegeta, Vegeta complex going on over here. Nah, I just am short and I know what I am. Yep. (laughs) I know what this is. I know, you know why I'm here. Yep. I used to be, my driver's license, my old one used to say 5'7", because I just guessed when I went to get it. Like, oh, thank you. I was like, wow, that's so nice. I appreciate that you think that's how tall I am. It's like, oh, you're not here, we'll fix it. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. It says Biff is like 6'2". Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. No wonder, like, because they, you know, comedically, like, they're trying to, like, murder him. Like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Mick Fly is 5'4". Really? Yeah. He's shorter than me. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so if you ever meet him, you can I rub mean, it in his I face. Like, I'm like, yeah, what's up, short stuff? Yep. Never mind. I love you. I love all your things. <laughs> Never change. He's like, I don't need your validation. I made Back to the Future. I know you did. But yeah. Like this, basically, like like I said earlier, they have their certain scenes or like motifs or whatever that they always do in every single mm-hmm. one. Like either, um, like you know, someone that eventually runs into manure or falls into manure or like a manure truck, like you yeah. know, kind of just hits them or whatever. Oh God, <laughs> I'm gonna find out. Yeah. It's like, hey, you remember when, uh... <laughs> you remember 18 years ago when that guy came around? Calvin. <laughs> and now, all of a sudden, we got this kid who looks exactly fucking like him. <laughs> what are you saying? You know what I'm saying, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's not my son! beats <laughs> Those are some pretty dope uh, goggles he's got right there. I'd wear them. Yeah, me too. See, like, I think half of this shit was just like, no, this was for actual, like, work and stuff. People say it's like, oh, I'd wear that for aesthetics now. I'd put them on. I'd put them on something it's not meant for at all. (laughs) I'd wear them swimming. It's not swimming goggles. Yeah, it's not swimming. (laughs) <laughs> them are working goggles. Yeah, they're not waterproof. They the water's gonna get right in. <laughs> you get in the fucking ocean. It's like, oh, these make my eyes burn. <laughs> these are not good. I'll yeah. tell you that much. I tried to tell you. You don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> this is your problem. You don't fucking listen. <laughs> oh, man. Didn't know my dad was here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like how he always builds the super elaborate. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, the models and uh, stuff. Yeah, like, the last one when it's all made of wood, and he's just like, "Sorry for how crude this one is." It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> like it's like he spent more time yeah, it's like, than the time machine. Right, <laughs> Doc. The time machine will be fucking done already if you haven't done up this whole model. I'm not done yet. <laughs> but you think about it too. It's like we we notice that it's repetitive and shit. That he says that it's like this shit, like you said earlier, yeah. takes place over maybe a few weeks. So this motherfucker yeah. just keeps saying the same right. thing. It's like, no, we've been through this. No, like, can you just yeah, 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 just like to this. Marty. This is all like having the same conversation three times in a week. You know. Doc is just kind of senile mm-hmm. or whatever. That's like the secret yeah. hidden thing in this. The old man's lost it. Yep. Got the uh, nipple clamps out. Yeah. Ball timers. Yep. No, I mean the nipple clamps no, right there. I know there. what you're talking about. They go to car batteries and nips. Yep. 
I thought it was just for nips. Mm, what you can use that on the car? You can use them on the car. <laughs> well, no, just the battery. You hook the battery to one end, the nips to the other, and then that's what I thought. It feels good. Until you said that other thing. What about cars? What? what? Car? I don't know. I like how like that happens where this fucking uh, cars on fire. It's like, yeah, this is what's gonna happen to you. Yeah, just ignore that. Yeah, it's not part of the plan. Yeah, you're totally not gonna run to that building and die or anything. No, it's fine. It'll be fine. Trust me, it'll be fine. What if that's the answer this movie? It. it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It just dies. <laughs> yep. Sequel's going to be real short. Yep. That's <laughs> just another shot of another <laughs> angle of the car on fire in the building. Yep. Third one's them just carrying them off in the corner. The third one's just like the funeral <laughs> <laughs> for this weird drifter that was in the town for like maybe like five days. Rest in peace, Calvin. R.I.P. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's real weird. Like, some people call him Marty for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Why people kept calling him Marty? His name was Calvin. He told us. Yeah. How'd this bitch find me? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how she says Mom. Cal and then, like, Marty. Mom. Mom. <laughs> it's just like, are you can. Why did you name it after that dude that you, like, had a it thing for, too? looks just like too? him. You named him after him? Yeah. Like. <laughs> and we never saw him again. Talk about a deadbeat dad. <laughs> yep. That was the other thing, like, nowadays, like, if that happened, there'd be, like, an investigation or whatever. Right. It's like, where did this guy go? He was here for five days, and he just fell off the face of the earth. He got mulleted. Yep. You are a big fan of murder. murder. <laughs> That's the other thing I kind of like to see, like, if they, I know they're never going to, like, reboot it, and I don't really, <laughs> Sorry, th thanks, thanks for that, thanks. I'm <laughs> 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 ruining it. <laughs> Lost my train of thought. <laughs> go ahead. But, um... If this thing was made, like, in modern times or whatever, it's like, if they had, like, somebody who kind of caught on, like, what was going on or whatever, mm -hmm. it's like, why does this dude keep popping up through history or whatever? Like, uh, it's like... This oh, yeah, like, all the people who are like, this guy's wearing a different type of coat in this picture in the 50s, and that coat was not popular in the 50s, so he must be from the future. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Or, like, this same dude and this same other old guy have just literally, like, there's yeah, that picture this, in 1885 of this them. This young guy and this young guy look very familiar. Yep, and then, like, they appear in the 50s, I think. I think, maybe. Yep, and then, like, also in the future. Maybe. I'm just like, it would be... Is it the same guy? Did nah, it's my great-great-grandson who just looks a shitload like me. Our family genes are real tight. That's not how, that's not how <laughs> genetics work. <laughs> no, no, no. I, think, I think you guys are reading too much into it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I like how in this movie, like we said earlier, like the characters are kind of like somewhat realistic. Like it's still got kind of like, I think I taught you it earlier. It has a realistic feel. It's kind like of sitcom-y like though. Feels... Like, like the characters are yeah. a little bit larger than life, but it's still but it's more realistic. it's not overdone to like the point of like... Like, yeah, parody or whatever. Where it's like, just to the point of ridiculous. Right. Like, yeah, you're not going to have that reaction to something, but also, like... It's kind of like sitcom you, acting, which yeah. makes sense, because that's where um, Michael J. Fox came from. Was uh, yeah. was it Family Ties that came from? Yes. Yeah. I think it was Family Ties. And he would actually, during that, like, he would go from... Filming Family Ties, like, in the daytime to, like... Jumping on here? Yeah, and then going mm -hmm. straight back to that in the morning, maybe sleeping for, like, an hour or something like that. Busy guy. Yeah, it's a wonder he could do that. It's a wonder he, like, made it through that. Because I'm just thinking about that now. I'm like, 
I could do that maybe for two days, let alone... Especially since they back-to-back filmed, like, these movies. Exactly. He's, like, he really just wanted to be in this movie. Like, I told you earlier, like, there was this other actor, Eric Stoltz, that they tried it with, and it just wasn't... The chemistry chemistry wasn't there, there, and they kind of just, for the longest time, were just dragging their feet. And they were just like, uh, like... What about that Fox kid from The Family Tie? Yeah, it's like, just get him. Because I think originally, like, or maybe he... I don't know if he tried out or what. Or, like, maybe, like you said, someone just mentioned him. him. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just like, it originally conflicted, but he just really wanted to do it. That's good, though. Yeah, and so, like... Good good on him for... The initiative and the... Can you imagine if it was, like, any any role in this was miscast? Like, the movie wouldn't work. I feel like it wouldn't. It was a perfect choice for everybody. Yeah, and it's like, this movie's so tight, and the writing is so tight, and, like, if one thing went wrong in this movie, the movie would fall apart, basically. Yeah. It just wouldn't have this... I mean, I'm not, not to say the movie would fall apart, but it wouldn't have the same charm and the same feel. You know it wouldn't I mean? be as remembered, basically, or it would just be kind of glaring. I, I don't know, I feel like it could be, you know. It's I mean, funny, the movie about timelines and time travel, and we're talking about, like, the timeline of how a movie would... I don't know. I feel like another... I can't really think off the top of my head right now of anybody of that era that I can, that I could like call to to like play this role, <coughs> or or that of you know Doc or anybody. Right, it's kind of like I one of those feel things. Like, I feel like it all fell into place perfectly. Like maybe it could work with someone else and still hold up as a decent movie. Someone but was originally going to play Marty in the. But that's what he's saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Eric Stoltz. Mm. But yeah, um... What's that going on that damn phone? You'd have heard that. Hey, yeah. What's that guy doing now? What guy? Oh, Eric Stoltz. He's in, like... You remember Pulp Fiction? Yeah. He was the one who they went to his house or whatever when uh, What's-Her-Name was overdosing. Uh, He was the one with the bathrobe on. That that dude. Yeah, I mean, like, he's a good actor. You just don't see him in a lot of things. He's in some Quentin Tarantino stuff, so he's... I mean, he's not doing terrible for himself. Right. Small part, but hey. Yeah. Who knows about Quentin Tarantino, whatever. Hold on. Hey, Siri. What's Eric Stoltz up to? Okay. I found this on the web for what's Eric Stoltz up to. Check it out. (laughs) Guest starring Siri. Let's see. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was born, uh, me and him have the same birthday. Oh, that's nice. What has he done? September 30th. (laughs) Same birthday. That's amazing. What's he done? Um, (laughs) He played the role of Rocky Dennis in the film Mask, uh, which he won Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture for. He was in Some Kind of Wonderful, Pulp Fiction, Killing Zoe, Kicking and Screaming. Okay, so I've heard of two of those movies. Caprica. No. He was the director on Glee. Of what episode? He was a regular director on the television series Glee. Mm. Oh, nice. That's interesting. Good for him. He does a lot of directing and production work now. What if Back to the Future was a musical? Have they done that? No. That's a terrible idea. You're a terrible idea. That would be a great idea. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know what? Last time you're on the podcast. (laughs) You said that last time. (laughs) (laughs) You're not punishing me here. Oh, he was in... um, He was in all of Cameron Crowe's films, or not all of them, but Who's Cameron four Crow? of the biggest ones, uh, Big Time Director. 
uh, did Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, I've heard of that. Uh, the Wildlife, Say Anything, Singles, and Jerry Maguire. He was in all those. I haven't seen any of those, but I've heard of them. He was originally cast for Marty McFly and Back to the Future and was placed by Michael J. Fox. That's Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's in Fringe. He's not just my mother. Don't make me talk on your mother, okay? <laughs> Do not start with me on your mother. Nice <laughs> <laughs> been up to recently. Scrolling down here. He wrote a film called Fort McCoy in 2011. And he is uh, the production director for Madam Secretary. That started in 2014. Man, the is ready to give it all up here, man. <laughs> man, Teddy's popping in that dress. She's ready to go. Yeah. It's like, dude, Mario, your mom's kind of a slut. <laughs> I like how he, uh, hey, we don't slut shame in the house, sir. <laughs> I'm just saying by 50 standards, that's how I they mean, probably view her. Got a bunch of loose women. <laughs> yep. They smoke cigarettes and drink and dance around in their high heels. <laughs> Yeah, they confused me. They confused me with their devil vagina magic. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that oh, that I'm my sorry. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So I got a question here since we're going going there. Like she's uh, like, I feel like I'm kissing my brother. I'm like, why are you kissing your brother like that? I'm like, wait a second. Hold on a minute. Why that was the first thing you recall? Well, yeah, wait. Why Why did you say it's like kissing your brother? Why you kiss you, your brother like that? You kiss your brother with that mouth? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty weird. I like how they kind of, in the later movies, like, we're obviously going to see Biff here in a minute. Like, in this one, he's kind of just, like, we said more harder edge, but in the later ones, I think you even said in the second one, they kind of try to humanize him a little bit. And, like, I feel like in the, like, the later ones, like, he's like, one day you're going to marry me, Lorraine, or whatever. I'm just like, I feel like he didn't want to marry Lorraine. I feel like he just wanted to fuck Lorraine, basically. Like, I feel like that was his whole, like, motivation in this. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, she wasn't really about that life. Now I'm stuck with her. <laughs> yeah, I just got to marry her. Oh, well, at least she's hot. I like, this is like something like the 80s would do. Like if they were to make this movie today, I guarantee you they wouldn't have a scene where like the bully basically like implied like tries to rape like the... Oh, definitely not. The main character's mom. This thing took like a harsh turn. I think oh, it... Yeah. I think it has to, though, so, like, the, you know, moment when, like, the dad actually, you know, comes up and, also, like... who's the kid in the fucking 3D glasses the whole movie? Dude, I've been wondering that, too, for the longest time. I have no idea. And you notice in the, uh, in the second movie, he's wearing a type of, a weird type of glasses, and then in the third movie, he doesn't have, like, glasses on, like, one of Biff's gang members. It's not glasses, it's, like, these weird... Like spectacles that are kind of like right. uh, weird, like metal framed things. Those are apparently really eyes. bad for your eyes. Like if you're just walking around wearing them. <clears throat> well, this guy's fucked. He's yeah. The whole movie. Yeah. But yeah, like just the whole thing of like him going because you know the holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the whole thing of like him like going to defend her. It's just like it would have been like I guess less, like, I don't know, like, the whole him, like, you know, beating up the bully or whatever is better because of how dark it goes, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it was just kind of like, he came up and, like, 
Yeah, like that, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, George, help me kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, Biff is like a fucking monster in this movie. Which makes it even weirder later on when, like... He's just a little subservient. Yeah, and, like, it's Big like, fan. oh, yeah, this dude that, like, basically attempted to rape, like, Why my wife. around? Yeah, it's like, I'm totally just gonna have detail my car and everything. Like, I get it being, like, a power move or whatever. Just being like, yeah, like, you were my bully and now you have to serve me kind mm-hmm. of thing. But at the same time, I'm just like, dude, like, you're gonna have a guy that tried to rape your wife just be around you. Not even you, but your fucking kids, and too. And your wife, yeah. Yeah. Is probably still horribly traumatized by that. Yeah, it's just like, is that really... George is a fucking idiot, too. Yeah, man, movie's full of stupid people. Yeah. Originally, like, he was supposed to not be a writer in the future. He's supposed to be, like, a boxer, but then it's just like the... Um, I think it was Bob Zemeckis was just like... Mm-hmm. Who the fuck wants their dad to be a boxer? And I'm just like, I don't know. That'd be pretty Especially cool. Given his frame and everything, it's, pretty, yeah. uh, it's not really believable. I mean, yeah, I can see a, a writer, lanky guy. The only reason he's able to really lay him out anyway is probably because Biff was drunk though too. Mm. When you get down to it, because someone pointed that out and they were just like, yeah, like um, I don't know. Then again, the way that he like turned and went full body into that punch. Yeah. Like, because he was from a, a, a bent over, like, almost crouched position and, like, stood his whole body weight up into that punch. Like, he really threw both hips into it. Yeah. Solid punch. He landed on the right spot, you know, got him on the got him on the jaw. Solid punch. Is it just me or people, like, from that era or whatever just look, like, older? Is it just how they dress or whatever? Yeah, it looks dated. Yeah. I'm just thinking it's just like we, because like people like. Then again, those act, those extras did look kind of old. Like yeah. we're all supposed to be like seventeen, eighteen. Like it's a homecoming dance or whatever, and it's like that dude had like a slight gray in his five o'clock shadow. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like when you watch uh, Boy Meets World or whatever, and the extras are like super duper old. Like they'll be like, "Oh, we're in sixth grade," and you have like people in the background that are like thirty. They're supposed to be students. But yeah, like you thinking out of context, like uh, Marty would sound fucking crazy. Just say it's like, oh yeah, it's a place we're supposed to fall in love and everything. Mm-hmm. Just half the shit he says. Like we get it because we're watching a movie, right? But if, like out of context, just like what the fuck is this dude's problem? I feel like they get they do a better job of that in the second and third one of like people like what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like oh there he goes rambling on about like even when the townsfolk are talking about. Doc, when he goes into the past and, you know, he's been there for a little while, they've experienced him and, like, they know his ramblings on and even the bartender's like, oh, you know, remember what happened last time you had something to drink and, you know, you're rambling on about the future and stuff, like, they they don't, you know, they're all like, oh, yeah, he's an alright guy, you know, he's kind of quirky and funny and then, you know, he gets drunk or, you know, gets feeling himself and he, you know, starts talking some weird shit. Yeah. Uh, I like how in this, like, it's just that dude laughing for, like, no reason. He's yeah. literally just dancing with this girl. He's over here fucking losing his mind. <laughs> like, laughing to himself. It's like, dude, like... Is he, like, supposed to be drunk or fucked up, too? Like, stoned? Like, we we as an audience get why you're laughing, but it's like, you're literally just dancing with a girl or whatever. Why are you laughing? <laughs> why are you laughing like a crazy person? Yeah. I like how he just lays out that dude, too. With, like, the daintiest of, of pushes, too. I mean, that dude he, was small. Like... 
Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm getting my dad laid. <laughs> good job, dad. <laughs> but yeah, not to take anything away from this scene, like, this is a really good scene. Um, originally, like, you see how kind of, like, throughout the movie, they kind of fade away, like, slowly. Mm -hmm. Originally, like, when he's holding up his hand, like, more of him was supposed to fade away, basically, but, you know, with the... Sleeve on. But with the limited budget, like, that's all they could afford, basically, was just a seeing-through-the-hand type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure back in the day that to make that so crisp and clear and, like, literally right in front of your face is probably a pretty high up on the budget. Well, I mean, you look at this, and it's just like... CGI. It's got, like, a decent budget, but it's not anything, like, groundbreaking. Well, it's like, nothing groundbreaking, and everything in it is practical effects up <laughs> until that one... That one piece right there. Well, I mean, the DeLorean going to the future. Like, they have some CG there. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Is this your favorite part? Yeah. Your kids are going to love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always, like, fantasize about going You know back. that that sound you was looking for? <laughs> I think I found it. That's the one. <laughs> Listen yeah. to this. <laughs> this whole scene is my favorite. And then, like, it's he just starts. where I come from. I, I actually thought about this recently. It's just like, when you know, he has a band in the future, right? So mm. does he just do this, like, if they were ever playing in public, would he just, like, start going on a riff, like, where it's like, dude, we are playing a song. Yeah. And then you just start, yeah, start just railing and playing a bunch of different songs at the same time. Right. Like, I feel like he'd probably get the same reaction in the future. It's like, dude, what the hell are you doing? I think it's funny, because, like, in, when he's in the 80s, you know, and he's playing all the, he's playing this guitar riffs and stuff and really wailing on it, like, we're sorry, you're just too loud. And then, like, this is back in the 50s, and he's just screaming eagle into it, and people are like, oh, yeah, this is good. Like, yep. <laughs> snapping their fingers and dancing and stuff. Their weird uh, 50s dances. Yeah. Doo-wopping and what such. Yep. What do what they call it back then? The sock hop? I don't know. That's a trip. A trip. Oh, you're in there. Yeah, you're the oldest. <laughs> yeah, what was it? <laughs> what happened? You are in high school back in the 50s. What'd they call it? <laughs> hey, you used to play jacks down by the soda fountain. <laughs> He actually apparently learned to play guitar for uh, this role or whatever. Like That's he'd have cool. like a you know guitar coach. I think he kind of knew before, but like he yeah, really it learned. Like he was already. You no, know it's funny though. He's doing a real song. He's doing Johnny Be Good, and like it's you know by Chuck Berry. And then, oh yeah, like this whole scene. It's yeah, like he's like, like Marvin it's Berry. Ma cousin Marvin Berry. You know that sound <laughs> you were looking for? Well, listen to listen this. Listen to this. And then it's like, so wait, just Chuck Berry just. First off, they want to say that a white know, man ragtime blues was invented by a white guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, also, first of all, fuck you. But secondly, are they just implying that after hearing you know thirty seconds of this on Homeboy uh, made over, over the phone, he stole and remade the entire song and made it a a like it's smash, not timeless hit. Yeah, that's a good point that I never really thought of. You know, they're, they're implying Chuck Berry stole Johnny B. Good by hearing 10 seconds of it over the phone. Which is almost crazy, too, because you think about it, and, like, a lot of people stole from Chuck Berry. Oh, then, like, yeah. a lot of white performers did and then claimed it as their own, basically. So it's funny that, like... You're saying Chuck Berry stole Johnny B. Good from some 18-year-old white kid. Yeah, after, like, 15 seconds, yeah. basically. But hey, dude, for only hearing 15 seconds of the song, he nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Was, that was a great cover you did, Chuck Berry. <laughs> Based off nothing. Yeah. <laughs> did an amazing cover of that guy's song. 
The kids are going to love it. I like how they saw Freak Out. I'm like, I feel like they wouldn't have that kind of reaction, but at the same time, it's probably just like, dude, you're playing a good song. They, they heard anything like that, though. I mean, that was Chuck Berry's music and a lot of, like... No, but he started just, stuff. like, literally whenever he was playing the other thing where he was just going, he said basically he wanted to... That was actually... Michael J. Fox's idea to do that, where he just started going through all the eras of like rock and roll, like that mm-hmm. whole like you know, like going through everything basically. Like that was his thing. Um, he's like, I just want to go through all the eras of rock, basically. That's cool. Yep. Yeah, I like how they basically like looking back. Like if I was ever like somebody, some dude who basically was like dating my wife to be, basically is like. Oh, yeah, like, he was kind of involved with her, and then he kind of, like, weirdly tried to influence events around us so that we would get together for some unforeseen reasons. I don't know why. Like, he had a really personally, like, vested interest in getting me with this one particular person Mm -hmm. for, like, no real reason. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. He's like, he made this elaborate thing just so we would get together, which is real weird, because I thought, like, you know... Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah. Who sent you? Yeah. Who sent you? <laughs> Are you with the government? <laughs> we can't be together. It's just too weird. The circumstances. The things leading us into it. Implications. <laughs> Implications. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, take a shot every time they um, replay this scene coming up with the DeLorean well, and yeah. everything. And that's, that's how we died. Yep. The second one, like... Especially me, I'm eight months sober. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's literally like... I don't know, it's like a whole bottle. <laughs> the second one isn't really even like a movie. When you get down to it, it's kind of just like a placeholder for like the next movie. Like, it's kind of like... Sets up the middle ground to get you there. It's kind of like... It's almost like they could have shortened it and then had like that be just part of like the third movie or whatever. Yeah. Like, just have two movies. Yeah. It does a lot of character development for Biff, but then you don't see him but for like 30 seconds in the third movie, so it's yeah. kind of wasted effort. It's kind of pointless. And even then, it's just like, we kind of already knew who Biff was, but he's also weirdly like wise. And like, the like the future version of him, like he starts correcting himself, being like, that's not how you say this phrase or whatever. He's right. just like, it's like, it's make like a tree of leave, not make like a tree and get out of here. You sound stupid when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, this whole scene is just really well done. Like the the tension, the um, how it's just put together, and it's like you know the even watching it now. Like I've seen this movie, I can't even say how many times. I mean, I even watched it earlier today, and just how this scene's put together is just like really well done. It kind of still puts you on the edge of your seat just watching it. Right. Like honestly, and also the not like everybody knows that. That Doc dies, you know, where the world that Marty's going back to, Doc is dead. Exactly. And Doc doesn't know, obviously, you know, he tells him, you know, he gives him the letter, don't read till 1985. He's like, I don't want to know. But, uh, you know, you kind of, you have a feeling that he, you know, chucks the letter. And says, well, I mean, he tears it up right here. He's like, I don't want to know. Yeah, and then, like, weirdly, like, he tapes it back together. I'm like, wait, you mean to tell me with how windy it is out here, you tore it up into pieces? Right. We're able to find exactly. every tiny little piece of it, tape it back together, and it was legible enough, like, the ink didn't run or anything with, like, the rain and, like, everything mm-hmm. for, like, you to be able to read it in the future. But, oh, 
I get shot. Yeah, see, because he tears it up and it's just like, I find it less believable that he's able to find every little piece of it, basically, to tape it right. back together. But again, we're watching a movie where a dude time time, time travels, travels with a DeLorean, DeLorean so yeah. like, I can't really be that picky with it. Well, I mean, I can't, but like, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's my fucking show. Wait, did you <laughs> notice that right there? What? He had the torn pieces of the note, and then when he they looked up at the cable, he looked back down. He went to reach for the cable. He put his hands into his pocket and then reached down. Maybe he put the torn up note in his pocket, not thinking about it. Oh, that makes sense. And then that's how he had it. So there you huh. go. Problem solved. They're, they never address it, though, it was, so it's not it like you would know pocket. it. I guess it's not like overt like most things would yeah. be today, where it's like they have to spell everything out for everybody. Right. Fun fact about like this right here with the um, lions right here, the, mm-hmm. you know, the panthers that's from a movie called like the cat people i know because i watched um i got like a combo disc set from my dad um he works at nbc mm-hmm. and like they were just giving that oh, out yeah yeah but anyway <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that was left you. over that was left over from <laughs> what's like your dad do what's your dad do <laughs> that was that left over work at <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. but um <laughs> yeah, like that was left over from a set. Like that was a big focal point of that was the um What? They the, stole it from another movie? They borrowed it. This movie is a phony. <laughs> oh, it's bullshit. It's a big fat phony. I don't even want to watch it. Turn it off. Turn yeah, it yeah. Off. Podcast over. Turn this shit off. We're almost done. Come on. Stealing scenes and pieces of equipment from other movies. Hollywood does that? <laughs> what do you mean? I thought mean? they had unlimited money forever <laughs> to do anything, and everything was absolutely 100% original and never been done before, a rematch from something what else. Do you, what is a remake? What are you talking about? <laughs> you mean to tell me there's sequels? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just this movie. <laughs> what? We got to do more of this? <laughs> oh, I thought that's the whole reason we were talking about this movie. It was the only movie that ever got a sequel. You told me one and done. <laughs> <laughs> thought we were through this. Yep. Thought we'd seen our way to the other side. I don't want to do any more of these commentaries. Yeah, put up with this shit for two more movies. Yep. Just being confused and scared. Yep. I haven't even seen this one. Why are you making me watch it? It's bullshit. Yep. House is a fucking prison. Fucking planet bullshit. He comes yeah. up here and slips, and that's the end. Yep. <laughs> Never goes back in time. He just stuck the in stuff the on the shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were, we were joking earlier whenever um, we're watching the third one. It's like the part where uh, get Mar- Marty gets shot, and it's like it just it's just credits after that. <laughs> you just see the bad guy dancing because he just shot him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like... Da, 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 da. <laughs> ah. What an ending. Yeah. <laughs> What's that little uh, spinny thing right there? You see that little thing with like, it looks like the end of like a pinball machine or whatever? I want one. Yep. I don't know, but I want one. I don't know, but I want it. Yep. What's up with the weird, like, I guess it's like an 80s thing. Like, they make fun of it, like that, the life preserver or whatever. Like, puff jackets? Yeah. Those are coming back in style, man. I've seen some people wear them lately. I used to have one. I had more than one when I was a kid. I would totally get one. I would totally get one. I thought they were so comfy. I have like a denim the jacket. Ones that, the ones like full parka that had the sleeves. Right. Like, you couldn't even bend your elbows all the way. Right. They were so puffed out, but like without sleeves, it was like, oh man, it keeps me all snuggly warm, but it's like 
And then uh, my arms are unencumbered for other activities, like karate <laughs> chopping and throwing rocks. <laughs> there you go. Throwing rocks is I don't know, whatever the fuck I was doing in you know elementary and middle school. Throwing rocks. What I was fucking around with. Just karate chopping shit. People on the neck. Rocks. <laughs> yeah, here's the scene. Yep. That's where Doc dies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he doesn't die in this one? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Told me he died in this I one. Were, I thought you were being serious. Yeah. But yeah. It's like just watches your like fucking elderly, like fucking friend is about to die out in mm-hmm. the 50s. Well, at least I don't have to worry about him getting shot in the 80s. I hate that guy. Because <laughs> he's dead now. Yep. Good. Good. Bye. Yep. What is the, like... What is that thing that can? Why is that tearing his um, his pants? Like, what is that? I thought it was like, just like a plug. The plug he got hooked onto him because he dropped it and snagged his pants. That cheap uh, 1950s fabric. Oh yeah, they don't make fabric that that good in the 50s. Yep. I don't know. Back in the it's 50s. probably better. I was about to say, back in the 50s, it was probably like super it was, yeah, thick, it was, like all cotton and polyester. It was made to be worn. Now they're like, we have to make it weaker so we yeah. can sell more. We need, trust me, we need you to buy another $20 shirt. Suit. <laughs> right. The good old asbestos uh, filled buildings they had. Gotcha. Yep. Keep you nice and warm. Fireproof. Yep. Just don't don't disturb it. Hold on, it fit a second ago. Oh, the tree. Fucking <laughs> tree. This is why we shouldn't have trees. <laughs> I'm going on record saying... <laughs> Chop them off. Cut them all down. Yeah, yeah. Trees are canceled. <laughs> shut it down. Shut it all shut down. It down. Get rid of it. Yep. Oh, my God. This is just so much anxiety right here. Yep. <laughs> Especially, like, if you're happening. Oh, you're fucking up super bad. Yep. Like yeah, one, one job. One. All you <laughs> have to do... <laughs> I'm going to be like, no fucking I just want to see the alternate cut of this where he just fucking, like, <laughs> just runs into the building. <laughs> He's good. That's the end of the movie. It's like the dude, some dude just comes out. It's like, that's the end of the movie. That's He's it. dead. That's all you get. <laughs> it's over, motherfucker. That's it. <laughs> He's dead. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <clears throat> that shit ain't oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. This movie is fucking made today. You know he'd have some stupid like a Dodge Charger or something. Oh, like he that. used his hands, whatever bullshit. He had gloves on. I know, but that's fucking metal wire. It would yeah, go through. Be okay. Don't worry about it. We can try as real. If that's, life, your, I'll own, tell if that's you. your only fucking plot hole in this movie, then. Oh, it's real. Like, have you ever done I, that? No, I, I mean. <laughs> No, I've never jumped off a clock tower and looked on a metal wire. Just we should off. test it. You can do it now. Let's test that. We're going to do it right now. If you ever messed with that wire, it's not to be fucked with. No, I mean, I've, I've dealt with, like, metal cabling like that. I don't believe you. I mean, you. it does hurt, but, like, come on, bro. We're really reading that deep in the movie? <laughs> Wait, that's I, I'm, your beef? I'm just saying that it didn't show anything. I'm surprised. In real life, his hand would be the Well, also, he wire. got struck by God fucking damn lightning right afterwards, but, like, he didn't die or even go, ow! He was just like, murr! And then it was over with. Murr! He's not human. His gloves would have burst into flames at that point. <laughs> Way to go, Doc. You fucked up the town. <laughs> Maybe that's why uh, they took over his estate, if you saw in the 80s. No, you know what happened, papers? right? What? Um, his house burned down. 
Like, I think it's part of the... Because it was doing some experiments. Well, yeah, it's probably, like, that was always my theory with it. It's like, because, you know, you see the little thing go off into the distance or whatever. Yeah. I think part of it just started, like, like that or whatever. And he was probably either asleep or, you know, whatever, and fucking house burned down. Mm-hmm. That's why most of the shit's set in his garage in the 80s. Mm. I like it. Yeah, I like how it cuts to, like, the present, and, like, you'll hear him in the area. I guess you'll see him in a minute. Like, he's like, oh, everything's great here. And, like, everything just looks <laughs> so much shittier compared mm-hmm. to, like, the 50s. Everything's cleared up. I like how this, there's a theory about this homeless guy where it says, like, you know how in the back, in the, um, back in the 50s, there was the mayor, uh, Red Thomas, or whatever. Yeah. There, there's a that's theory him. that that's him. Yeah. Hmm. Which would be kind of interesting. Like, there's nothing really to back it up. I think, yeah, at one point he actually calls him Red, though. So, I mean, like, that makes sense. It's kind of, that seems like something they would do. wonder why. What do you mean? Like, why he's homeless now. Like. Maybe he's a racist or something. In the 50s, he probably wouldn't have that much trouble. Maybe he was, like, uh, the DeLorean guy and selling cocaine. I want to. I want to have like a prequel movie that's just about just about the, the, the Lorian guy. No, no, no. Just about like Red Thomas, like the oh, mayor, yeah. just like the rise and fall of this mayor, this, thing. this tertiary character, hanging out, fucking around, doing whatever. This guy who may or may not be like the homeless guy that we see, and that has like literally just one quick line. run diagonal through across a square plane, and you can catch up to a car. Yeah. There you go. You know how 80s movies were shot? Facts. <laughs> they they, re, they dusted that whole thing off and taken. If you run da- if you run diagonally across a square field, you can catch a car. I like how even the detail of, like, the lone pine mall instead of the twin pine mall. Like, yeah. I like that. It's That's just cool. like he ran over the fucking tree earlier, so now yeah. it's just a lone pine mall. One of the things that's kind of weird, though, is that, like, Homeboy just sits there with, like, his eyes open, like, after he gets shot. Yeah. And just, like, sits back up. I'm like, is he, like, in shock? Or, like, what? what is that? Like, yeah. why is his eyes open like he's dead? Because I'm like, as an audience member, I get that. But I'm just like, they don't know they're in a movie, though. It's not like Ferris Bueller, where Ferris Bueller kind of knows he's in a movie. There's, yeah, there's not really any fourth wall breaks. Yeah, it's like, no, they just, they're, they're just people. Uh, they might explain this in a second, but, um... What happens to that Marty, that that time traveler? Well, that's him. That's I, I know that's now. him. I know. No, no. Like, I think like that always like I don't really know. Like, his... like he's going back for the same reason that this mine went to. So what would that do? Would that do anything? Or I don't think. I think out? it just cancels each other out. Honestly. Yeah, I think it. Since his body can only exist in the timeline that it's currently the, the time. Like if they were to meet each other up, but, they'd but probably in just. In the second one. No, no. Oh yeah. Cause he met each yeah, other. You're right. Cause in the second one, he interacts with his past yeah. self. And he, he's yeah. trying to be all obscure about it. Yeah. So is that like a different timeline from the one we saw in the first movie? <laughs> Possibly. My brain's going to break. <laughs> right, because that Don't Marty... Don't too much into time travel. None of us are smart enough. <laughs> yeah. That Marty's probably going to come back and look at them right now and be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Now there's six Martys out here running around. <laughs> that would make more sense if when he showed up, you just saw the fire trail of him have just taken off. Because, like, even in, you know, when he pops back up in the third movie after they show him leaving the 50s again. Right. And then he just pops right back up. And, like, as soon as the, the crack of fire goes off. Right. That he, and he's gone. He, right there he is again. Right. So it would make more sense if it did like that. Maybe they made that, that little snip right there that you see maybe they made that as like a, 
an overcorrection to, hey, you know, we kind of fucked up the time scale on the first movie. Let's correct that. Like, I don't think they're really thinking about that much. I feel like that's more of like a recent thing of like, these are just fun movies we're making. Like, yeah. I feel like we're overly obsessive now with movies and stuff just because the internet. I feel like True. back then, like and most the people, poked so many fucking holes in like how time travel could, should, would, and might work. You know, yeah. and like being in two places at once, timelines crossing one another or having to parallel one another to work and things like that. Yeah, it's just a blockbuster movie. It's not really like back then. It's just like you saw a movie. And maybe you saw it again, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, not as many movies came out, and you weren't sitting there, like, meticulously being like, okay, yeah, like... I mean, if you did go to the movies, you know, you might go see something a couple of times if you really enjoyed it. But, like, if you didn't really have money like that, you know, you did, if you went and saw a big movie, you might have saw it once. And then, like, you know, a year later, you could get it on video. Right, we're... Like back then, they weren't like a as... year later. You know, the charm would kind of worn off. So even if you did like it enough to buy it, you might watch it once or twice more, and then you know, put it on the shelf. Right. Like back then, they weren't as pop culture obsessed, I guess, as we are today, where we're like picking apart movies and like. I feel like they were definitely the same amount, maybe even more pop culture obsessed, but for different reasons. There wasn't a forum for it too, though. Like, you think about it back then, it's just, like, you had your group of friends, and there wasn't somewhere you could go, like, there wasn't an online where you could go and just discuss it no, with other people. No, that was the mall. You know, that, yeah, was, that's like, true. That was the mall. That door is weird, man. I like the door. Door's real weird. I like it. But, you know you know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like back then they were definitely pop culture obsessed, but I feel like it's always been a thing. But also, you know, like, maybe, you know, from our perspective, our age group and stuff, being that the um, being that the uh, you know all we really know of the eighties, other than you know stuff our parents tell us, right. is how pop culture represents the eighties. Maybe you know the pop culture obsession <coughs> and things like that were also you know because that was kind of born in the 80s like the mass obsession of pop culture like mtv you know, and all that and stuff. mtv all the clothes you know you know bag phones and crap like that like mm -hmm. you know people wanting to have like jerry curls and people wanting to do uh you know like cindy lopper hair and stuff like that like all these different things that were i spent more the movie aspect of being like you know like oh but, like little I mean, plot details and yeah, stuff but even things like that you know like i mean i know it was the 70s but you know like star wars and all that like people were obsessed and mimicking and emulating you know pop culture and things like that and things they saw but did they dive into it on just the surface value like that or did they read deep into it like you know like what we're doing with this right now you right know what i mean we're also like i feel like we're kind of different from the norm though too because like we're like movie like really in yeah. depth like you got the people that just kind of watch movies to watch them and right. then you got watch something to enjoy it then you got people who's like let's God, do we can't enjoy anything we always kind of tear it <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's do a fully commentary on this movie <laughs> and pick it apart ah <laughs> uh. But yeah, like I like how the, the whole Biff thing is still like still weird, weird to me because they're just like, "How oh, Biff? What a character!" Oh, that guy oh, tried that to guy. break my wife. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I punched him in the face, and now he does everything for me. 
Because yep. I punched him once. He's really weird and subservient, too. It's just like, yeah. he laid him out one time. Right. Like, I feel like Biff would probably just be like, I'm going to kick your ass or whatever. Yeah, like, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to fuck your whole day up. Like, Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm still just as just bigger and stronger than you like I always have been. Yep. You just got a lucky shot in. Seriously. There's the truck. Yeah, that truck that you wanted so badly. Truck's not even that good, though. I'd drive it. Yeah, I guess. I guess for, like, what he's wanting to do, like, you know, go on camping trips and stuff like that, like, that'd be a good truck. She can load a bunch in the back or whatever. Right. Have, a you know, that awkward high school sex with your yeah. girlfriend in the back of the car. That's what he's in saying. In the backseat of the truck. Yeah, there you go. Welcome to my bed. Oh, like, they're all cool with that. The tailgate down. My truck bed. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how his mom's, like, weirdly supportive of it now, too. It's like, yeah, it's okay. Go bang this chick. You got a truck now. You can do whatever you want. This, um, when he's wearing, like, the visor or whatever, apparently he couldn't actually see out yeah. of that. He couldn't. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> yeah. great. And so he's literally just walking around. That's why he kind of does like Feeling that, too. his actions. Yeah, and so, like, they had to do a lot of takes with this. And apparently they did, um... I watched, like, or listened to the commentary, and, yeah, they the Mr. Fusion thing. Mm -hmm. They Apparently, there was a person from, like, the government that called them. It's like, what do you know about nuclear fusion, basically? Oh, like, getting all this shit about it. It's just like, we don't know anything. Like, this was a joke. Apparently, Miller High Life can do something to your future. Yep. This, this, uh, this commentary <laughs> bought to you by Miller High Life. I love it. It's the Shepagna of beers. I, I mean... You see it all throughout the movies. Miller High Life, Pepsi and Diet Pepsi. Pepsi Free. Pepsi Free. Yeah. But yeah, this whole DeLorean, this whole ending GMC, right here. Toyota, like you see all those throughout the movie. I mean, they definitely had some real sponsors. Yeah. Sponsor dollars. This whole thing at the end was meant to be like a joke, basically. Mm -hmm. And so like whenever they got offered like a sequel there, it's like, shit, like what do we do? Do we really have to? <laughs> yeah, it's just like it, when you think about it, it's like the ending doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like... We didn't think we would make it this far. Yep. But yeah, that's the that's the that's end the of the movie. movie. Um, got anything else to say or? I just I'm I'm just happy to be here. Yep. <laughs> had a good time. Yep. <laughs> Thomas, anything else to say? I don't know. Just upset. Yeah. <laughs> sure, you haven't said much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just worried about that poor Mario that ran off. Oh my god. He's <laughs> um, gonna be okay. He's coming back. You might not. <laughs> Yeah, we'll probably do the next one um, at some point, uh, do the sequel. Don't worry, I'll sneak the date and time in there for you guys. Yeah, yeah, just don't <laughs> date the next one, okay? I'm gonna. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, I really enjoyed doing this commentary with you guys. A little bit more lighthearted than the last one we did. Yeah. And yeah, it was really fun. Hope you guys enjoyed as much as we enjoyed uh, recording it. And it almost sounds like we're, we're getting good at this. Yeah, almost. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. A little, little, little edgy. <laughs> bye, bye. Each time. Yep. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> bye.